Hello again, welcome back to the Search for Biblical Answers. And uh, just a quick note before we get started, I just want to let you know that we, we, uh, when we discuss these topics, we do not edit and, uh, and we're definitely not uh, scripted. So uh, a lot of times we have um, discussions and we continue on with the discussions. We may get off topic, we come back to the topic, but that's just the whole nature of this, that uh, we actually let the Holy Spirit uh, come through us and we like to discuss uh, in detail a lot of these issues and also a lot of these problems. And so today we're going to be talking about work and grace and what that means to be saved by grace and how work actually takes place in grace. Uh, a lot of us, uh, a lot of uh, doctrines uh, believe that, uh, that all we have to do is believe in God and that we are saved, right? So uh, no change has to take place. And so we, uh, we have a, uh, a few verses that talk about what, what, uh, how we are saved by grace, what grace really is, uh, what the meaning of work is, and uh, how believing in God in it of itself is work. You know? And so today again we have uh, my wife and uh, again we have uh, Pastor Benito jo uh, joined us last week and, and now he is uh, back again this week. Uh, we're going to ask uh, Pastor Benito to pray real quick before we get started. Let's pray. Our most loving, gracious Father, Lord, we thank you so much for this moment, Lord, that you've given to us. Thank you for the whole day of strength and uh, your love, Lord. Tonight, um, as we uh, um, share, Lord God, your words, sharing of ideas, Lord God, please open our hearts, our minds also, Lord. And uh, that it will be focused only on you, Lord God, as well as, Lord, the listeners, especially, Lord, that uh, they, they will have um, a change in their lives, Lord God. And um, your word, Lord God, as a give emphasis, Lord, emphasis, Lord God, especially for this particular topic, Lord God, that your people, Lord God, will um, give value to your word. Lord, we thank you so much and be with us always. Cover us with your most precious blood and let it be that the Holy Spirit will speak upon us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so today um, I want to start off with the meaning of the word grace, the word mercy, and of course the word work, right? And how, uh, what, how, how these are being applied, right? And so the, the word grace means that uh, we we get something that we don't deserve. That's essentially the, the bottom line for it. Uh, the word mercy means that we don't get a punishment that we deserve, right? So if we deserve death, uh, we, you know, and the judge says, you know, I'll have mercy on you. I'm only going to give you 10 years in prison, prison right? That's a, that's a big difference versus dying. And of course, uh, the key word that we want to focus on today is works, right? And the definition of work is an activity involving mental or physical effort done in order to achieve a purpose or result, right? And so in the Bible, uh, the work is in Greek is ergazomai, right? And that has six meanings when it comes to the transliteration, right? It has to work, labor, or to do work, to trade, to make gains, Right to do or work out. Uh, four is the fourth one is exercise, perform, commit. Fifth one is to cause, to exist or produce, and the sixth one is to work for, earn, 
to work for, earn by working, or to acquire. Okay. And so Jesus replied with a stem, with a, with a, I guess you can say a, a stem off or spin off of this word with ergon. And that he meant uh, any product, whatever, anything, well, any product, whatever, anything accomplished by hand, art, industry, or mind. And the second one is an act, deed, thing done, the idea of working, right? And so in John 6, 26, 27 and 29, it says, do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, what must we do to do the works God requires? Right? Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Right? So Jesus in this point is telling us that believing in God, believing in Christ is considered work. Right? And so we have we have a lot of doctrines out there that the uh, the the hyper grace or the free grace doctrine, and there's even divisions between that where one says, well, you can be saved uh, just by believing. You don't have to change your lifestyle. You don't have to do any of these uh, things, come to church or, or do good deeds or anything like that. And then you have the actual um, hyper grace where it says that you have to stop sinning, right, and that you you just believe. Uh, you continue to believe, but you just have to stop sinning, right? And so where does works fall on this? What what can we do? What do we do as far as works? Um, is is faith without works really faith? Uh, is faith without works really um, salvation? Or, or do we have to do works to actually be saved? What do you believe? Well, the meaning of grace for me is... Uh uh, the most uh, common understanding of the word grace is God's unmerited favor. Okay. Then, uh, in order to, in in other words, even though uh, we were sinners deserving of judgment, God looked upon us in love and forgave us. That's right. Yeah. This, however, is uh, only half its meaning. It also means God's enabling power. And every power. Mm -hmm. So there's two things here that uh, we're going to um, see that Paul says in his prayer to uh, Thessalonians. This is the second second letter Paul to Thessalonians. He said, "No, uh, me, our Lord Jesus Christ Himself, and God our Father, who loved us, and by His grace gave us eternal encouragement." And good hope encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deeds word. So that's that's Paul says to uh, Thessalonians. So not only uh, does his grace make us uh, accepted into the family of God, but it also provides the power we need to live as Christian. The scriptures we will say here that the, you know. God's grace in every believer. Number one is God's unmerited favor. Number two is God's unmerited power. Okay. Oh, okay, so what, what verse was that again? First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 16. First 
Second Thessalonians chapter two verse sixteen. Yeah. Okay. May our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God our Father, who loved us and by His grace gave us eternal our, um, encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. So again, it, it it's again it's telling us though that we have grace. Uh, that by His grace He gave us eternal encouragement and good and good hope. But it's also telling us that we have to continue to strengthen ourselves with good deeds good and words. Deeds. That's right. So, <clears throat> so the question, well, I guess what I'm going to ask you is, yes, is good deeds good deeds part of salvation, or is good deeds part? Uh, like, do we have to work for our salvation, or is good deeds part of the faith, like the faith process that we have? Do we need to reflect it because we are saved? Yeah. Paul says that this writings is for the Christian in Thessalonians. This is the second letter of Paul. Mm -hmm. So they are all Christian. We expect that they are all Christian. So after they have received Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, so Paul says, um, Continue to uh, strengthen or encourage your heart and uh, strengthen in uh, strengthen you in every good deeds and word. That's right. So, uh, so what you're saying is that the result yeah. of our salvation yeah. should be good deeds. Good deeds. Yeah. Good deeds. That's right. Okay, so that, that's a very good point because that's a, that's exactly how I think. I believe that we are saved by grace. Yeah. Right? Uh, we won't be rejected. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, John, I believe John 6 also tells us that we're not rejected when we come to Christ. Right? However, we, I think that as Christians, we need to have, we need to have a, um, we need to be cognizant. We need to be aware yeah. that we may not be saved if we're not reflecting good deeds. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, it said, For it is by grace, God's unmerited favor, you have been saved through faith, and it's not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. See? That's, that's all says. That's right. Continue, at least pastor also may continue that verse because that's a uh, clarification of mm -hmm. what really, yeah. okay, so, of what so, really the understanding so, of. I so guess, let me let me clarify grace. that verse and continue oh, going continue on. Continue it, okay, because yeah. somebody just cut it and then okay, mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. So that's that's the that's the whole thing. Okay. So let me let me just break that down for a little bit. Uh, Paul Paul talks about the fact that. We are saved by grace, but not by works. Now, he also said, he mentions it twice. And this, I believe it's the first time he mentions it. He actually says, not by works of the law, right? And so we have to be clear here that works of the law means the Jewish people. Yeah, that's what it is. That's right. Okay, let me uh, intervene also. If you're going to continue to read that verse... Um, the preceding verse will explain you also how important also the good works in order for us to glorify God. Yes. Yes, in the preceding verse. You can you can read also, Pastor. In the, in the next verse, there. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the verse? What's the verse? Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. 
let me continue that. I have a different passage up here, so let me go to my Bible and chapter 2, verse 8, right? Yeah. And 9. Okay, so I'm going to continue what you are saying. There it is right there. Okay, so again, uh, not by work so that we can boast, right? And then 10 says, for we are God's handiwork. Yes. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works, yeah. right? which That's God prepared in advance for us to do. Yes. Right. So again, we are we are made to actually do good works. The, when we receive in Jesus, in Jesus, in Jesus. That's right. Jesus. So when we when we when we accept Christ as a personal Savior, there are several things that we have to do. Right. First thing we have to do is turn away from sin. Right. Second thing. Well, I would say the first thing is repent from sin. Yeah. Second is turn away completely from sin. So uh, repenting and turning away sometimes are two different things. Because sometimes we repent, but we still go out and do the same sin. So it's not true repentance. Yeah. Right? And then the second thing we have to do is we commit ourselves to Christ. And we commit ourselves to Christ. And we show that we are Christ. That we share in Christ. By doing actual good works, right? So, in other words, we have to we have to reflect it by doing what the Bible says we need to do, right? And and not everything is actual good. Not everything is actually going out and working, you know. But it's it can be simple as showing love, showing patience. You know, the the nine the, the nine characteristics of the Holy Spirit. Right. And so that in itself is already showing works that we have that we that we are saved. Right. So if we're not saved, I mean, if we claim that we're saved and we're still doing, we're still sinning on purpose because we're always going to sin. But when we're sinning on purpose, then that's not that's not considered good works, according to the scripture. Right. We are we are in Christ to do good works. So uh, I believe that that's a very important aspect of our salvation. It's not something that we can just say, oh, I'm saved. But you go back in your car for people in America. You go back in your car and you listen to explicit rap music, you know, or, or here you go here and you start and you start doing other things uh, that, that you shouldn't be doing. Uh, cussing, yeah, yeah. gossip, these types of things that just don't compare that, that we that. That we know that the Holy Spirit is not going to want from us. Yeah. Um, let me clarify also, like, um, we we mention, uh, we, we talk about faith, you know, faith with works. So I think faith itself is a work. Like, the first step of, of, of us, um, the first step of of. Uh, being saved or what you're going to do to be saved is to confess if you confess in Romans 10 9 it says here that if you confess your uh, I mean here uh, can you please uh, uh, read at hand in Romans 10 Romans 10 verse 9 Romans 10 verse Ro 9 Romans 10 verse 9 that's right. the first step we'll of go back us. and look for this one Romans 10 verse 9 yeah so it says there. If you declare with your mouth, yeah, you Jesus is Lord, and believe mouth. in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, right? Yeah. And so, again, going back 
to the transliteration of the word work, work yeah. right? It means it means to to work for, earn by by working to acquire uh, an act, deed, thing done, or the idea of working, right? Any product, whatever, anything accomplished by hand, art, industry, or mind, yeah. right? And so we are actively working. You know, we are actively working to believe in Christ. I mean, let, let's be honest here, right? Let's be honest and and confess to ourselves, right? Think about the times that we actually doubt Christ. Yeah, think about the time that we actually don't believe that something may happen. You know, we say, okay, you know, I'm in, I'm in this trouble uh, and I just don't think God's going to get me out of this, yeah. right? And so that is a lack of work. Right? That is a lack of not believing in God when obviously God says the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Right? And so work is, is so complicated when it comes to our Christianity because just believing in Christ itself is work. We have to wake up every morning. And we have to, you know, like Paul, he has to sacrifice himself. He has to sacrifice his flesh every day, he says, right? And so that's work. I mean, we may not see it, you know, but if we're not working towards being like Christ, then we may lack salvation. That's the honest truth. So when we receive the grace of God, the unmerited favor of the Lord, the grace is already here inside of us, right? Yes. Then there is an enabling power that work in our lives. That's right. So we can do the good deeds. That's right. And, and, yeah. and we can do... It will overflow. That's right. Because the Holy well, Spirit well, we can, is there we, we can do the resistance of bad deeds. You see how that works? Mm. It, it, it takes work to yeah. resist temptation. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it, takes it, it really does. It takes work yeah, that's right. to, re to resist temptation. So to say that we're just saved by grace, you see, we, we have to realize that when, when we are saved by grace, it doesn't mean we don't work for it. When we are saved by grace, it means that we are getting something that we simply don't. We don't deserve this salvation. That's the right. honest truth. Right. We don't deserve this salvation. That's why it's called grace. But here's the, here's the thing about it, right? Check this out. When you, if I were to go buy a new car, right, and say, Pastor Benito, here are the keys to your new car. It belongs to you. Is that car free? That's good. But is it free? It's free. It's it, are you sure it's free? Yeah, it's free. So when you go register it for it, you don't have to pay taxes on it. Mm -hmm. If that's you can do that. Yeah, but you, you have to. You have to pay taxes at some point for it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you register your car, you have to pay taxes on it. Yeah. In America, I have to pay taxes for it, right? So nothing is ever really free, right? You may get the car for free, but you still have to maintain it. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> I paid the price for it, right? Jesus paid the price for our salvation. Nothing is really free. When we, when we, decide, when we decide to claim Jesus as our personal Savior... We make a pact with God. We make a pact with Christ to say that we are going to serve you, right? Yeah. We will serve you, right? And we will follow your rules, right? So, yeah, we have a covenant. Yeah. 
So it's not free. If it's not free if we have to do something after the fact that we accept it. The Bible says what? Go out and make disciples out of everyone. Right? So if if it's a free salvation, completely free salvation, then I wouldn't have to go out and make disciples out of everyone. Right? And so it, it, you got to realize that when it comes to, uh, there's no, I don't, I've never really read the word free in scripture. It says the gift of God is eternal life. Right? But a gift isn't necessarily free. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, look, uh, I tell my kids, uh, or you tell your kids, you know what, if you're good all year long, I will give you a bike for Christmas. Right? The gift is the bike. What do they have to do? They have to be good all year long, right? If they're not good, then they don't get the gift. If you enrolled also in classroom, <laughs> okay? Right. So, so you see how that works. So, in other in words, th that's why that's why that's why Hebrews three fourteen, right? That's why Matthew, uh, I think it's twenty four eight, where Jesus says, "You must endure into the end," mm -hmm. right? You must endure into the end to be saved. You know, uh, Hebrews 3.14 says that we what? That we share in Christ only if we hold our conviction to the very end. Right? Why? Because it's like the toy. It's like the bike. You must be good. You must work. Right? And, be, and, and do what the Bible is telling you to do in order to be saved. See how that works? We, we must endure. We must show the light, we must be the salt. We must, yeah. we must do the good deeds that God is telling us to do. It, what if I'm a Christian? I claim I'm a Christian, but I never preach the word because I'm embarrassed. Right? I'm embarrassed. Oh, I don't want to, I don't want my friends to know that I'm a Christian. How how are you sharing in Christ? If Christ dwells in you, wouldn't you be proud of that? Yeah. And so, if God's enabling power is within us, we cannot, uh, we cannot say that I, cannot, I can preach the gospel. Why? Because Paul says in Ephesians chapter four, uh, chapter one, verse four to six, he said, "In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure." See, and will to be praised of his glorious grace, in every power which he has freely given us in the one he loves. So, that's the way Paul says that we cannot say that I can preach because the enabling power in our hearts is moving to preach the word of God. Mm -hmm. We cannot say that I can I can work out my salvation because Paul says work out your salvation. If you're growing in grace, you can work out That's right. your salvation. That's right. And so, I mean, you know that we have in Revelation that says, that uh, it is I am who searches the heart. I will repay each of you according to your deeds, right? Yeah. So we, we must also think about that. We God is going to judge us by what we do here on earth, yeah. not by how much we believe. So in other words, we may believe 
You know, and I'm not saying that even if you believe and you don't do anything, you're not saved. You may be saved, right? But when you get there, your reward is based on what you did here. Yeah. That's what it says, right? And so I know we were talking earlier about, you know, that if we stay behind in the tribulation, right? Well, you didn't take the mark. You can come in. You took the mark. You can't come in, right? And so that that in itself is going to take a lot of work, especially yeah. during that time, because obviously... When we were, le if we're left behind, if we're left behind, that means we weren't really saved, right? We weren't really saved. And so now we have to really show God by action that we want to be in his presence. Yeah. You know, and, and that's going to be twice as hard because now in your mind, you knew that you're not saved. You, know, you got to really think about that. That's very difficult when it comes to like, okay, I'm not saved. I just got left behind. I'm not saved. Yeah. Because I think what the Bible says also about, because sometimes they, you know, some, some interpretations also, they may say that, ah, oh, that's a law already. You know, because they said oh, that um, we can do it. Because uh, some teachings says that, oh, we can do whatever we want because there is Christ who will save us later on. But they are, I guess, exaggerated the grace that gave, that Jesus, you know, gave us. Instead, that's why Paul really gave an emphasis that we should work more better if we are in Christ. You know, we we are by as a result of our salvation, because as we as we notice also with uh, from the book of Acts, from the book of Romans, Peter, uh, until and. Until the last part of the New Testament, until the in the book of Revelation, always the disciples at the you know the content of the book, they always encourage us to push through until the end. So it always requires works, you know. Even Jesus is the good example also of works. Well, he is the he is God already, but he did a lot of things. You know, he did a lot like doing ministry, healing the sick, and um, a lot of things that um, teaching us through obeying the will of the Father. Even Jesus gives an emphasis also those who will be saved who are obeying the will of the Father. So obeying is a word, it's a verb itself. Obey means work. Yeah. yeah. So obey means... Obey means action. Yeah, action. Yeah. Yeah. Obey means action. It's a verb. It's action. And so, I mean, you also, again, you have James 2, 17, 18. In the same way, faith by itself is not accompanied by action. Uh, if not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith with my deeds. Right? And so, again, here, faith... faith has a negative connotation if it's not accompanied by deeds. In other words, um, I don't believe what you say because I see what you do, right? And so that's extremely hard. It's like me telling my kid not to smoke because it's bad for him, but I walk outside and smoke, right? He's going to lose that trust. He's going to lose that faith in the person that's trying to lead him. Right. It's same thing. We can't we can't be apostles. We can't be disciples and say, hey, don't do this. Don't do that. And I come home and do the exact thing. Right. Because it's not true testimony. 
It's not true testimony. It, it reflects bad faith. It reflects. It reflects what's the word? Um, I guess that that would be what you would really call, I guess, uh, apostasy or heresy, right? We're, we're preaching the wrong thing because we're doing the wrong. That's hypocrisy, right? And so we have to be really careful when we're when we're doing this. I, personally, I believe that um, we are saved by grace, and once saved, always saved, right? I, I do believe that, but we that I, I, we keep emphasizing that we have to show that we are saved. That's the honest truth. If we're not showing that we're saved, then we may not be saved. We don't have the conviction. We don't have the 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 the, the, the push yeah. the push in our hearts that is going to change our life because we're not changing. Yeah. You know, and if we do have Christ in our hearts at that yeah. moment, if we do have the Holy Spirit at that moment and we're not changing, then you know what that's called? That's called blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because we're rejecting Christ to change. To change us. Yeah, yeah. we're rejecting Christ and saying, I don't want to change. I believe in Christ. I believe where I'm saved now, but I don't need to change. I don't need to work for it. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to do any of the things that God is telling me to do in the Bible. Why? Because all I have to do is believe. You know, and so that in itself is considered blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, right? And you you have time to repent from that. You do have time to repent from it, but at some point, that time is not it's going to come when you can't. You know, you're going to be so cold hearted. You're going to be uh, your God will harden your heart, and then you were really never saved to begin with. Like, there's no evidence. So, what's the function of the Holy Spirit in your life if you don't change, if you don't do the work, you know? So, I mean, I mean changing yourself as your own. Like, like for me, um, changing yourself by aligning to the will of the Father. You know, reading your Bible, prayer, evangelism, that's the part of work, you know? But it's overflowing, actually, if you really... Uh, um, um, experience, uh, uh, what do you call that? Um, experience by the God's goodness. It will over overflow. It will not force you. It it is your willingness to do. You know. So um, that's why we are praying for the Lord sometimes. Lord, um, change me if I cannot change myself. Because it's the work of the Holy Spirit itself yes. for you. you know, because it's so impossible. If you are not a disciple for yourself that you will not change, you are not in Christ. You know, some Christians are really um, very confident to say nowadays, you know, like um, especially for those who um, extremize it, mm -hmm. the term grace, like, oh, if I die right now, I'm sure I'm going to meet Christ. I will be saved. Because, oh, like the, the, the life of Peter, like the life of Paul, look how confident they are that surely, you know, when I meet, will meet the Lord, I don't have any, uh, uh, I just uh, I just forgot the passage in the Bible that um, I run the race. I, you know, when some, some people, when they die, uh, I run the race, I finish, uh, I finish the race, you know. So, um, I just forget the whole passage, but they are so confident to claim that, you know. But do they have really, you know, uh, a heart to say that or a guts to say that, that by that time, the, the apostles, the prophet rendered their whole life to Christ night and day, you know, giving their life, 
in the midst of of wilderness you know in the midst of yes in shipwreck in in those people who uh, in those people who yeah. eat people also like the it's a, well, yeah, the I mean, you, you got to think also that i mean some of these apostles had the opportunity to become gods themselves you know when paul got bit by the snake the, the, the tribal people that he was with, the indigenous people, whatever he was with, they were going to claim him to be a god, you know? And people say, yeah. And yeah. so it's, 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 you have to realize that to, to be in God's grace and to, to really be saved, you have to be humble. You have to humble. Look, Paul, Paul clearly said, no, no, I'm not God. You know, like it's just the Holy Spirit, you know, like along, along that lines. I'm not quoting exactly. But what I'm saying is he had to really submit himself to not do anything that would compromise his salvation. He was he was fearful for it. You know, uh, you, I mean, look what happened to Moses. You know, he took credit for the water in the rock. Yeah. Yeah. And he never saw the promised land. He never yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. followed the instructions. That's right. He didn't follow the instructions of God. You know, so I mean, he was saved, but he never he was he never reached the promised land because of that. You know, and so we I think that we also need to be that fearful when it comes to our salvation and and, and being saved by grace because a lot of times we, we take the word grace too lightly. You know, we don't take it seriously enough and. And so we're saved by grace, okay? Okay, now I'm good. You know, and I don't have to do anything. You know, and, and that's not the truth. And you know, if the, the the on the other side also, it's not good also when you're going to count your movement because sometimes also, you know, there are some pastors, there are some laymen working in the ministry that I did this, I did this, I did this. But you cannot boast it to God, you know, as a result of your salvation. You cannot all the, what what we are trying to do, uh, what we are doing every day as a servant of God, is we count the goodness of God. It is not our goodness, it is not our deeds, but it is the goodness of God in our lives every day. So, what my point earlier, what I'm trying to say also, is some Christians are claiming that I am truly saved. If I fa uh, if I face God, I am truly saved, and I'm going home with the Lord. But I think. You really need to assess yourself. Mm -hmm. You really need yeah. to assess like, yourself. Like, like I, I want to bring up an example. We have a, we met someone that was having visions, and, you know, and she was having visions. And then uh, at some point, she said, uh, "Well, I don't need to read the Bible no more because I'm having visions. God is talking to me." You know, and so you really got to pay attention to these things because God will never instruct you to not read the Word of God. You know, because of, of a vision. I mean, I'm not saying that the vision was. False. I mean, it could have been real. I don't know. I don't know. Only God knows, right? But to 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 see that, right, and to and to say and they say, well, you know, I'm I'm saved now because I'm 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 doing this or I'm doing that. We have to be careful because now you're exalting yourself. Yeah, that's very dangerous to exalt your. Exactly. I can speak in tongues. I, I know I'm saved now. I can speak in tongues, and I'm above you. I'm saved because I, you know, and so you got to be really really careful with the gifts of the holy spirit and to say something like that well i don't need god is talking to me now i don't need to read the bible the holy spirit will never say that to you you know it's it's another thing going on in your mind it's it, you have to be dangerous with it you know and you it do not become your own idol because of the gift of the holy spirit that he's given you well um 
the whole thing is uh, we need to acknowledge the the power of grace that we have received through faith, yeah. through our salvation. Because when we acknowledge the power of grace, yeah. we can say that the good works will follow. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the thing, like, you you know, we go out yeah. and feed. We don't do it as much now because of the pandemic, but we do go out and feed. And it just, there's a peace. There's yeah. a peace that yeah. resides in you. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're not asking for anything. There's just a peace and, yes. and this the sense of love, the yeah. sense of, of joy. Exactly. Yeah, and, and that's the Holy Spirit rewarding yeah. you at that point. That, we don't actually, need anything special. Yeah. yeah. You know, before, I am not a Christian because uh, I was uh, serving in the military. You know, I am I am no pity in the people. I have no pity because I'm not I'm not saved. Yes. I have no good work before. Mm -hmm. I live in uh, different uh, places every night and uh, do my own stuff. Yeah. So, be happy. <laughs> to to be happy of oh, myself. Enjoy life. So, when I got saved, the grace of God has an every power. There's a power mm -hmm. in the grace of God with it. So, when I go, go inside the church, mm -hmm. I see the things that, oh Lord, how could I help this church? I have no... I have no, no vision, I have no idea about that before. But when I say, through, through grace of the Lord, mm -hmm. by grace. You know, I, the things come in my mind that, oh, I will buy for this, I will buy for this, for the church, I will help these uh, people. Why? Because of the, sort of, because of the uh, power of grace within me. So that's work. Yeah. I have no work before. I have no good deeds before. So only the Christian can do that. That's right. And you know, for, for me, when, when it comes to good deeds, it's like you feel dry when you don't do something yeah. for Christ. Yeah. You know, when you when you're not out there, and you don't have to be you don't have to show off. You don't yeah. have to take a selfie and say this is what I'm doing or anything like that. I'm just saying to go out and do something for Christ, whether it's feeding, whether it's even going to uh, somewhere and just praying for the sick or something like that, you you hunger for that. You hunger for it because because you feel you feel God's grace and you feel God's mercy on the people that you're helping yes, with. You really do. You 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 and and they look at you and they'll say thank you. And and for me, I'm like. It's nothing. It's, it's nothing. nothing. Like, like for, I mean, for me, it doesn't make a difference because I don't understand what they're saying. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they're speaking, they're, they're speaking Filipino, and I'm like, okay, whatever you said, okay, God bless you, and I move on. But the the, the feeling that God gives you is 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 so good. Yeah, you're you're content, you know, and, and you're happy because you're pleasing God. You're not pleasing anybody else. Yeah, I mean, you're making the person that you're helping happy, but. But that's not that's not the point. The point is is that you're doing it because it's God's will. 
You know, it's God's will to go to to jails and and help the people in jail. It's God's will to help the needy, to help the homeless, to help the widows. You know, that's the power of grace. That's right. That's right. That's the power of grace. And and through this power of grace, we see God's mercy on this person. That's how that's how God brings people to Christ. That's how that's how God uh, directs them to Jesus. Right. Because. Jesus never preached without doing a miracle or Jesus never preached without feeding. You know, you have to read the 4,000, the 5,000. He always fed them and then he preached. Why? Because people that are hungry, that are hungry either spiritually, that are hungry physically, are not going to listen to you unless you, you, you fulfill their need first. Yeah. You know, and so the, 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 the grace that God puts in us overflows yeah. And, and we need to give it to other people. Yeah. We need to show how powerful that grace is. It's very, very nice to hear that you ministering the gospel through grace. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because uh, we we say through grace, so we preach by grace. And then you grace think or you consider yourself as nothing, as you are, you are, you know. Sometimes you, you, you consider yourself as you are a rag, you are useless without the goodness, without the love of God, without the yeah. grace of God. Everything. Yes, without the grace of yeah. God, we are nothing. We are yes, nothing. Yes, we are nothing. So that's why really we, cannot, we cannot leave the room for uh, new deeds in our life. So the overflowing uh, grace of God leads us to work that's right yeah without jesus we can do nothing so that's all that's all the thing that i can share that's right yeah so i think that i think that for me the integral part as a whole it always you know embedded by which they call this love you know if you love god you need to believe you know if you love god you need to do the will of God. Yeah. You know? Yes. Because in 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 some other way, like if you love your 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 husband, if you love your wife, you need to you need to do a lot of works. You know, your patience, your 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 income, your you know, raising the kids and also the kids if they they love the father, that's precisely, the mother, yes, you need to obey. precisely you do that because you love him. Yes. And you love her. Yeah. yeah. See, that, that's the same also if we you know if if, if we love God, we need to serve him. Yeah, more and the more that we serve obeying him, you know, like the like the song, the more that we serve him, the sweeter it's sometimes you know especially right now in the in the end times you know part of end times life is so tough so how can we how can we endure how can we still do you know not only how can we you know level up our faith you know how can we still can we still stand and obey and have faith until the end so that's right and so we're almost coming to our conclusion here uh, but I do want to say that even even prayer is work. Yeah. You know, even prayer is work. And so we we, we can't take, re- re- realistically, 
we can't take them apart. We can't take the salvation of grace and work apart because one leads to another, yeah. you know, and then the other one leads to greater of the other. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's really kind of like a cycle. We we have grace, so we do so we do work. We do work because of God's grace, and when we do work, we get more grace. Yeah, you know, we get more so, grace, and, and 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 we get an abundance amount of grace, and so we want to do more work. You know, and we do it simply because we we are told to do for one, and two, we do it because we love Christ. Now, there there's a couple of examples in the old in the Old Testament when you see Jonah. You know, who obviously did not want to do it, but he still ended up doing it, right? So, 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 yes. so you still, so even though, Moses. yeah, Moses did too, right? So even though we don't want to do it, we still, we still, yeah, if it's God's sovereign will to do it, we're going to end up doing it, you know, and we're not going to have a choice. And then even after he did it, he was still upset. He was still mad. You know, Jonah was still mad. He even said, take my life, you know, because I knew that this was going to happen, that your grace was going to fall on them and your love, that you're such a compassionate God that you were going to save them anyways once they heard the word. Right. And so um, that is that's again, that's God's grace and that's God's love and compassion for us, even though we are sinners. And so that's tonight's, um, I guess you can say, discussion, argument, debate. And so. uh we hope that you enjoyed it and you and you learned a little more about what grace is and what uh, work is and how they really need to go hand in hand. Uh, you you have to have work in order to show God's true grace. You know you have to show work in order to really it's 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 like um, it's like planting the seed, right? And the harvest is the work. That's actually the harvest from the Holy Spirit. That's the work from the Holy Spirit. So we. So we can say that the, the Holy Spirit is the seed, right? And, and the pepino, you know, the, the cucumber is actually the work, you know? And so in the same way, you know, the Holy Spirit is telling us uh, we, we have to show that fruit to the, to the people. And we'll, we're just going to be better. We're going to feel better, even if we have less. We don't have to have money. We don't have to have any of these abundant no, things yeah. in the world because God is pleasing us in a different even way. we don't have our own also, we, we sacrifice it to other people. Yeah. You know, that be, yes. That's because of grace. That's because of love, the work of the Holy Spirit within us. But if there's yeah. no conviction, there's no change, there's no compassion to other people helping them, I don't think that there's a proof. Yeah, you, you, you need to re-examine yourself on that. And so we're done for today. Uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed uh, this conversation and this uh, topic and uh, we're going to go ahead and do a quick prayer uh, to lead out. And uh, again, God bless you all. So we'll start on the prayer now. Uh, Father, Lord, thank you, Lord, for this day you have given us, Lord. And we just uh, thank you, Lord, for the grace, Lord, the love and the mercy that you give us, Father. We thank you, Lord, that uh, you allow us, Lord, to, to love you through work, Lord. That you allow us, Lord, to worship you through work, Lord. That uh, we can bring other people to Christ in these tough times. But we ask, Lord, that... Uh, you guide us uh, home safely, Lord, and that you uh, take care of the listeners, Lord, and that you uh, touch their hearts through these messages, Lord. All of this, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray, Lord. Amen. Okay, so God bless you guys all, and we'll be back next week. Yes, bye. bye.